Hello, hello, what is going on, Anchor? Thank you for tuning in to I'm Just Vita because I am Just Vita. That is who I am. Today is October 6, 2022. <sighs> it's been a minute, guys, and I, I do humbly apologize. I know I kind of sound a little horrible. My sinuses is just, oh my goodness, I hate this time of the year. I really do. Ugh. But I'm here. So can't complain. Anywho, I said I was going to come on here and I was going to, you know, basically fill everybody in because you guys know I am on wisdom almost every single day. So if you guys don't know nothing about wisdom, I do believe you have to be invited to uh, join wisdom. I'm not sure. I don't know. But nevertheless, I am on here. I'm on here talking to you guys today. So I'm going to fill you guys in on what I've been discussing on um, wisdom and bring everybody up to speed. Everybody know it is October, as I stated at the beginning. And y'all know what this month is. It is Halloween, and y'all know it is my favorite holiday, and I cannot wait. Cannot, cannot, cannot wait. Y'all know I get excited about Halloween. Anywho, I did a podcast last night on wisdom, and um, I was discussing respect and being unapologetic for it. The reason why I had brought up that subject um, was because our 90s babies, I I don't know where where they got lost at in this translation. See, a good friend of mine was talking to me um, a few days ago, and we were discussing how she's been interacting with this young man, and he just got divorced, whatever, and had to move back home, or whatever the case may be. And they were talking on the phone. Now, keep in mind, they didn't meet on the internet or anything like that. They know each other actually outside of social media. You know, they didn't meet on social media. They interact on social media. But anywho, they done went out a couple of times as friends, you know, in like a double date type thing or whatever. Anywho, so she was talking to him because he's been, you know, back at home uh, for a minute now. Um, what that minute is, I don't know, don't really care, but anywho, she said his mother, now keep in mind, let me give you the backstory, they met in church, okay, they met in church, she knows his mom, knows dad, you know, because they, they, God-fearing people, ain't nothing wrong with it, we all need to know somebody like that, them prayer warriors is what gets you through life sometimes, sometimes nothing, all the time, but you gotta be able to pray for yourself too, but anyway, she said his mom knocks on the door like, yo, you know, dinner's ready, whatever, whatever. Well, she didn't knock on the door. Take that back. She opened up the door and was like, hey, dinner's ready, da 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 whatever. And he just went off on his mom. Started yelling and um, didn't use any swear words or anything like that. But um, started yelling and doing all this craziness and uh she was like wait a minute whoa whoa wait you yell at your mom like that don't don't why right because she gets on my nerves she need to learn how to knock before she enters in my room da, da, da. Uh, so i've been feeling some type of way ever since i heard the story okay and i woke up this morning feel like are you serious Whew. first of all let me explain something 
So for those of you guys who follow me on Wisdom, you're probably hearing some of the same things over again. For those who do not follow me on Wisdom, this is brand new to you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But let me explain something to you. First of all, parents, stop holding, uphold these kids when they're wrong. Stop it. So often, they get in their feelings or whatever, and we try to coddle them. I understand he just went through a divorce. I understand that divorces are not easy, whether it was something mutual or something drastic. It's not easy. But that is a grown man. And grown man, if you got some animosity towards your mother or father, get your own spot. So that's what it is. He was telling her, well, you know, me and my mom ain't been vibing, and she did say some things and did some things when I was younger. That, Okay, so keep in mind, you guys, this he's not even 30 yet, okay? He's pushing 30. He's not quite 30 yet. <clears throat> he might got a year or two or three to go. Okay, so... If you feel that much animosity, hatred, what you doing there? Because let me explain something. That's her house. That ain't your house. You ain't got no privacy when you living in somebody else's house. Where they do that at? You just made her feel uncomfortable in her own home. Shame on you. Because you and your feelings. You don't do that. So, y'all, let me tell y'all. It, it, it really it pissed me off. I'm not even going to sit here and front. Like, it really didn't. You don't do that. Where do they do that at? Look, they was nice enough to let your grown ass come back home. Because they didn't have to. Sometimes, parents, we feel obligated. You're not. When they get grown, that's what it's called, grown. Like I have said on... The other night, age don't make you grown. If you guys have heard me say that, age don't make you grown. Life makes you grown. Mentality makes you grown. But that right there just showed how grown you really was because you ain't quite there yet. You still got some growing to do. The wife left. And like I was sitting there saying last night, Pay attention to folks. If they talk reckless and act reckless towards their parents or family or other people, if they're like that towards other people, you ain't nothing. Especially when these people been in that corner riding with them since day one. You ain't nothing. Pay attention. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Only way you're going to know that is if you test it. But listen. This ain't just started happening. Some of my friends says, well, I've never, you know, I've seen them, you know, interact, whatever. I've never said, you've seen them interact at church events or different events that included a whole bunch of other people. See, that's, in a sense, we can classify that. That's just that persona. That's that business. I said, but see, when they get home, that's a whole entire different dynamic. I said, he's a nasty individual. I said, they ain't got the nerve to have social media pages. Like, he's just this holier than thou, and he's just this respectable person. No, you're not. Honey, listen, you lying to yourself because you're not lying to me, and I don't even know you personally. 
lot of people say, well, you shouldn't pass judgment when you don't know him. Yes, I can. Because, see, this ain't the first time I've heard him doing something like that to his parents. Y'all know I was born and raised in church. So, church folks run in circles. Let's just be clear. Church folks run in circles. I don't care what denomination you are. Everybody still runs in some type of circle. Whether y'all have met at some type of conference, some type of musical, something. Church folks run in circles. I have met him a couple of times. So I don't know him like we not friends. We not, you know, no. But I have seen him at different events. Um, I do go to church events sometimes. At one point I did. Um, so I've seen him a couple of times, you know. So like I like I was telling her, I said, just because they're all do now, moms. And I said, that's just the front. I said, I'm looking at these pages. I said, and uh, keep in mind. I know the young lady that just divorced him. I know her family very well. Grew up with him. And she used to complain about, oh, he just talks to me all kinds of different ways. And him and her mother got into it because she was like, you're not going to disrespect my daughter in front of me like that. The way he talks is reckless. I said, well, he's used to it like that. I said, and the, the, the fact of it all is, if he's talking like that to his mother, they have dismissed his bad behavior. Sweetie, you're almost 30 years old. You will end up alone by yourself with an attitude like that. You can't treat people like that. You just you just cannot do it. If you're a bad person, be a bad person. If I had any respect for you, I lost it at that point right there. Because one of these days, you're going to wish your mama was able to walk through that door. You're going to wish that she was able to cook you a meal. You was going to be able to wish that you could even just see her face, even without words. Some of us, the only last memory that we have of our mothers, or even fathers, or guardian, or somebody who's special to us, is the fact that we got to see them that one last time land in that pine box. That's it. That's the last memory we have. And you sitting up there telling me nasty. You don't like her rules. Don't want her walking in doors. Get your grown ass up and get out. So I told her, I said, you need to tell him he needs to listen. Because this is dedicated to him. She was like, I'm not going to do that. But he probably already listened to you. I said, well, that's good. Because he podcasts too. We got to do better. I did a show the other night on there as well. And... We were talking about, um, what was I talking about? Y'all, let me tell y'all. Ah, I was talking about a variety of different things, but, um, the biggest thing I was talking about was survival. Um, you know how they're talking about, uh, we got this solar flare stuff going on. Oh, excuse me. Um, we got the solar flare stuff going on. Not only that, we have all these different hurricanes, tropical storms, you know, these different natural disasters. Right now here in upstate Nebraska, it is on fire. I don't know what's going on or whatever the case may be. It's just God telling us, listen, the pandemic didn't slow you down, so I got to do something to slow you down because y'all not paying attention. Lord, I'm paying attention. I pays attention, you know, but I'm just one of many. Anywho, we were talking about, are you guys prepared if 
you know, it's talking about communication. Because, you know, if a solar flare does hit or something that's major hit, it's going to take out that power grid. There ain't going to be no cell phones. There ain't going to be no computers. So you can't be able to see no email. You ain't going to have no social media. You actually have to talk to people. So I was explaining, you know, look, the, I think the, the social media, I think modern technology is a blessing and a curse because people don't actually sit and talk anymore. You know, they'll send a text, they'll send a tweet, what they say, DM. They'll email, they'll do all kinds of stuff like that. But to actually pick up the phone and have a literal conversation, that's far in between. And like I was saying, me and my girls, we old school. Yeah, we text. But as we text and we pick up that phone, like, no. And we'll be on the phone, just like we teenage girls, for hours. Talking about different things, catching up. And we try to do that at least once a week. We, we try to do it at least once a week. Sometimes it's more than that, you know. And then I had a couple of young folks come on, and I was explaining, you know, age does not make you grown, life makes you grown, you know. We all know that. See, when you got people going around talking about, oh, I'm grown, I'm grown, I'm grown, I'm grown, because I got my own house, I got my own car. I can do this. No, it doesn't make you grown, sweetie. That just lets you know that you know something about being responsible. It ain't got nothing to do with grown at all. Don't confuse the two. Kudos, you know something about being responsible, but that doesn't make you grown at all. So I had one young man jump on, and he says, well, you know, he was talking about the first cell phone that came out. He was like, well, I was born in the 90s. Okay. Cool. I had two kids in the 90s. Uh-huh. And I found out this young man is only 28. My oldest just turned 30. She turned 30 in August. If she would have still been here, she would have been 30. My oldest son just turned 25 in August. Okay, so I had two 90 babies. Okay. My youngest, he was born in 2001, so whatever. He was like, yeah, we were talking about the first... Um, he was talking about the first phone he knows. But see, I had to take it back a little further. Like, that's not the first cell phone. You know, they had cell phones out. And y'all remember the cell phone, them big old cell phones that looked like when you put it up to your ear, it looked like you had to take two hands to hold up the big silver cell phones that looked like something that you see on Star Trek. Y'all remember those? And then when they came out with that little bitty one, it was just a little bitty phone that only had, like, some numbers and a little screen. And then as they started to advance, that's when they got the little slide one with the QWERTY keyboard that slid out and you could text. As a matter of fact, I got my mom's sitting up in my cabinet right now. So he's trying to tell me about, no, that's not the first cell phone. I said, sweetheart, you were born in the 90s. I lived in the 90s. <laughs> that is the first phone. The first phone that you guys remember is probably the one like that, but that's not the first, that's not the first cell phone. So he was talking about how he's about to trade his phone in, and, um, sorry guys, he's talking about how he's about to trade his phone in so he can get this new iPhone that's coming out or whatever. Now keep in mind, y'all know iPhones are expensive. I'm not an iPhone fan, I never have been, don't want one, under no circumstance do I want one, but he's talking about this iPhone, and I guess this is like a thousand dollar phone or whatever. You're going to wish you had that money. I said, that's the difference between young folk and old folks. See, young folk trying to keep up with the Joneses. Old folks, mm -mm. we trying to sit down with the Joneses. I ain't trying to keep up with you. We just going to sit down and we just going to do what we do. <laughs> okay? It's not about to be any of that. 
Then I had another young man. Um, come on. Yeah, I know my, my friend, cut pack, uh, podcaster Antonio, he comes on. He's like, we'll do this. Everybody can't be linked in the same category. And I don't know if he felt some type of way. And I'm like, y'all guys are missing what I'm saying. You know, he's like, because, you know, people can't be looped in the same category. Listen, but he, and I was like, okay, did you catch the, you know, the first part of the conversation? He was like, well, no. Okay, so as I explained to him, I said, you guys can't jump on and into something and you don't know the full story. You got to listen to the full story before you say anything. My question was, if something happened where you were not able to use your fancy cell phones, you didn't have any power, you didn't have any, you know, anything, would you be able to survive? This is about survival. And he was like, well, some people, you know, learn to do stuff on the fly. You know, you'll have to learn on the fly. Stuff like that you can't learn on the fly. There are certain things that either you have it or you don't. I said, there's no, everybody thinks everything is black and white or has these gray areas. It's either you're going to survive through it or you're not. It's either you know how or you don't. It's not about learning on the fly. Certain things you cannot learn on the fly. This ain't like riding a bike or learning to drive a car or learning to cross the street for the first time. This is about life and death. That's not something that you do on a fly. At all. So, um, I don't know if he felt some type of way. What does he want? I don't know what the thing is. Oh, all right. I'll lock it up. Sorry, guys. Um, so there's certain things that you cannot do on a fly. You can't learn to survive on a fly. Who does that? Nobody. So I don't know if he got in his feelings because I was like, that's not what I'm saying, you know. And you, there's certain things you can't do. It's either you can or you can't. There's no black. Everything is not black and white. Everything doesn't have gray areas. It's either you're going to or you're not going to. So I think, I don't know if it hurt his feelings or whatever. That's not my intent. But before, and that's what me and anybody else, before you actually engage into something, make sure, especially in conversations, make sure you know what you're engaging into. See, because everybody who was listening from the beginning, and I got a lot of messages, they was like, no, we get what you're saying. I, I listened to the whole, you know, the whole, you know, dialect of what you were talking about. So we get it. And one of the, the guys, he jumps on, he said, listen, I'm 74. He said, and I'm on here. He said, you can't tell these young folks nothing because they think, because they've been through a minuscule of things in life that they know life. He said, they have no idea. I said, None. I said, again, y'all were born in the 90s. I had kids in the 90s. I lived in the 90s. I wasn't born in the 90s. I was born in the 70s. But I lived in the 90s. There ain't nothing you as a 90 kid, 2,000 kids, can tell me nothing about an era you were only born in. You don't know nothing about it. The only thing that you know is the stuff that you didn't read, the stuff you didn't heard. Because half of the things that happen, if they didn't happen to you directly, then you don't know. 
I don't dismiss anybody's experiences. I don't dismiss any of that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is you can't tell folks who done lived it and been through it what's going on. Because, see, again, you're going based off of something that you done read in the book. We ain't got to read no book. We was there. That book is not telling you everything. I also went on to tell them, like, yo, go talk to somebody who's been here a lot longer than we have in their 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s. They ain't been here for kicks and giggles. How the hell y'all think these books are being made? Because of the stories that they were telling. But they didn't tell everything in the story because if they had told everything from the nitty to the gritty, they wouldn't be here to even tell any part of that story. They can't let a lot of things get out. Why? Because it's just like when you have a a tight-knit circle, you know, of people that you deal with, and you tell one person out of that circle, and you know that's the only person you can told about a situation, the next thing you know, you're getting different messages, different having different conversations with different people that's talking about that same situation that you know you only told one person. You know where to go back to that source. You know, and that's how it was back then. When people did things, it wasn't a group of people around. It was probably one or two people. And they know if they got out, which one or two people that they needed to go to interrogate to find out who said what, where, why, and how. And if they couldn't get the truth out of one or the other, they was doing harm to both or to all parties involved. Because, again, they knew who to go to. I said, y'all got to be, listen, y'all got to be smarter than, y'all got to be smarter than these situations. You can't go tell me that this book that was just written in 1984 about things that happened in 1884, you just got this stuff out of the thin air. You you can't tell me that. Them stories came from somebody and they're not going to tell everything because they can't. But, you know, you got a lot of them that get to a certain age right now that they don't care. Look, I'm 90. I don't care. This is how it was. Let's look at the movie Titanic. When they first were going to put that movie out to Titanic, it it kind of, like, diluted the whole story until they found a living survivor and they changed the script to match what really happened. She was like, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. Of course, they added a lot of different theatrics and everything because it's a movie. They had to put different things into it to make it sell without conflicting on the story and whatever. But they had to push that storyline. They had to hype it up. Other than that, it would have never sold. That's with anything. It may be based on a true story or true events. But in order to catch people's eye... That they gotta they gotta push things to the limit. Other than that, it's not gonna sell. Other than that, this was just a another failed project, and that's not what people are into doing failed projects. Okay, I done put two million dollars into this project. Now it's two million dollars into the project. My goal is to get four million back. You're trying to double, if not triple, what you just put in. You're trying to get a profit. I can't get a profit. Off of anything. No. If the story is not, I'm about to lock that. 
if the story is not hyped. Right there. If the story is not hyped, they can't get no profit. I'll get it. They they can't they can't get a a profit off of it if it's just boring. If you just stick to the basic stuff, they've got to add things, and they tell you, yeah, this is based on true events, but some events are fictional. You know, so they had to add some stuff, take some stuff out, depending on what the situation is. That was my whole entire point. You know, so I don't know if, you know, and the guy who, you know, he, he well, he didn't email me um, on Wisdom. They have a, um, where they, you can send messages back and forth and talk to different people back and forth. And he was like, you know, that's why he was like, I don't really engage with younger people. He said, I have kids, I got grandkids, I got great-grandkids. He said, and sometimes even telling them certain things, they're like, no, it didn't happen like that. He said, and I just kind of quit telling them, I was there. I know how it happened. I said, yeah, you really have to. I said, because you can't tell grown folks nothing. They think they know more than you do, so leave it alone. I said, and I have learned that. And so I'm sorry if he's in his feelings about it or if I hurt his feelings. But listen, you can't tell. You don't know the whole story. You didn't listen to it. So I wasn't saying it to be facetious. I wasn't saying, come on, dude. I'm talking to my grandson, guys. I wasn't saying it to be facetious. I wasn't saying it to be mean. I was saying it because it is fact. You can't come midway into a conversation or towards the end of a conversation and put your two cents in and you don't know what you're commenting on. I gave a brief synopsis like the dude, uh, the young guy was just basically um, saying prior that he's waiting on the robot apocalypse. He's like, I'm just waiting for the robot apocalypse to come. I said, you know, my son keeps talking about these zombie apocalypse. He was like, tell your son no. That's no such thing. I said, we don't know what the the scientists are putting in labs. You don't know what scientists are doing. So then Antonio um, says, well, you know, a scientist will tell you science is not perfect. No. They're not perfect. No, nothing is exact science. The word perfect itself is not perfect. I was like, that's very true. I said, but again, you don't know what people are putting into science. People are going to ancestry DNAs. You don't know what they created out of your DNA. In other countries, they're cloning people. They are literally cloning people. And pretty soon, they're going to have enough DNA to get it down to damn near the exact science. This is fact. They taught a monkey sign language and then put a voice box so you could hear her. Now, this was back in the 80s going into the 90s. See, y'all wouldn't know that because you guys were not here. I'm not talking about something I done read no book. Like I explained, I'm sorry, but I'm certified in forensic science. Science, people. I ain't telling you something I done heard. I'm telling you something that I know. You think people are going to tell you that they're out there about to do some stuff like that? You never thought that we would have a pandemic and look what we got. Don't sleep on science. They're not going to tell you everything. Apparently something made it going on. I think Fauci stepped down, didn't he? Something else is, is bound to happen. What we don't know, don't speculate. And I'm not telling you something that's in a book. This is real life stuff. 
So that's what's been going on on my other podcast. So I said I would log on here and I would give you guys an update on what's going on. I would try my best to start doing um, both podcasts. And I thought I had it linked over here, but apparently it is not. But this was my original platform and I got to quit living my original platform. Because without my listeners on here, I would have listeners anywhere. I am going to start going to my YouTube channel and doing some other stuff as well. But I'll keep everybody up to date on the latest and the greatest. So, like I always say, I'm not doing this. This is my form of therapy. I'm not saying content or telling things that I'm pulling out of the clear blue sky. I'm not talking about things that I don't know about. Just because I don't give you guys reference or it's because you didn't know that I knew something and why I knew it and how I know it, don't mean I don't know it. I don't have to tell you everything. It's my choice what I release and what I don't release. Okay? So, I want everybody to have a happy Thursday. Count your many, many blessings because somebody somewhere they did not wake up. But you did. God bless and I am out.